Possibilities, a podcast for those who are ready to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive, and resilient entrepreneurial leaders. Every episode features successful business thought leaders who share their wisdom about insightful topics that help you amplify how you do business and serve yourself and others. Get comfortable and have fun as you listen to your host, Terry Wilderman, have lively conversation with her guest. Here's Terry. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wilderman, and I love bringing fantastic guests that share remarkable information on helping you succeed in your business and your life. The individual that I would love to introduce you to today is an expert in her field, and when it comes to video, I suspect today you're going to learn an awful lot about how to present yourself on YouTube, on camera, in a podcast like we are today, in a way that makes you look like a true professional. Cheryl Pluff is an entrepreneur, international speaker, and a former Canadian TV broadcaster. She has been seen by millions over the course of her 25-year career in news media and has produced thousands of videos. Today, Cheryl helps other entrepreneurs and business professionals increase their authority and their income, very cool thing, with video. Cash in on camera, increase your authority and income with video. Welcome to the podcast, Cheryl. Thank you so much, Terry. Really happy to be here. You know, and I'm thrilled for you to be here because one thing that I know about video and even doing podcasts, it's really important for us to learn and fine tune the little things. Uh, One of the things we were talking about before the show was looking at that little green dot is such a pain in the neck because if i look at you and i'm going to demo this to the audience if i actually am looking at you this is what it looks like no and i'm looking at you but when i go back to the looking at the camera it looks like i'm really looking at everyone so can you talk a little bit about that because it really is a challenge and what is it that we what skill set do we need to develop to be able to keep looking at that little green dot and establish ourselves as credible because we're looking in the camera Well, thanks, Terry. I think that this is a really a key thing as so many people now are using a platform like Zoom and it can be any video conferencing platform. It just so happens that Zoom is one of the most uh, popular and preeminent ones in the world right now. And so even as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm really concentrating on looking at my webcam. I'm really looking at the lens and what I'm doing is I'm relying on my peripheral vision right about down here to see the two boxes of you and I on Zoom. I'm tempted to want to look at you. Like I'm tempted to want to look down, but you can see the difference. So one of the skill sets, and this is something that we do in broadcasting, we rely on our peripheral vision to see so many things going on while always being concentrated on really looking at the lens. Now, that's not to say it has to be a deer in a headlight. I don't have to not, you know, look at you like this kind of creepily without blinking. It's not one of those types of stares. But what it is, is more conversational. So think of it as the lens being a person, one person, and you're speaking to them. And when you speak in conversation, sometimes you might look away like that and come right back to the lens, or you might look, you know, grab a drink of water and then look up. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, interesting. Okay. You see how my eyes are kind of going down. I might look over here for a moment. 
that's conversational. That's normal. So you can do that. It's not to say that you have to be like focused uh, on the lens 100% of the time, but with Zoom specifically, as so many people are using this platform, rely on your peripheral vision. Great tip. Now, I know one of the things that all of us are self-conscious about is the hair, the makeup, the, you know, the clothing. What tips do you have for us? Because let's face it, not all of us are supermodels. <laughs> you don't have to be. That's the beautiful thing. You know, we are in a world now where, where everyone is, where everyone has something unique and special to bring to the table. And it isn't about being Christy Brinkley, I'm giving away my age now, <laughs> Christy Brinkley or Cindy Crawford. I don't even know who the supermodels of today are, <laughs> but you don't have to be a supermodel. You can be yourself. And we're all self-conscious. So am I, you know? Uh, it's funny, uh, I don't mind telling you this, but I just got my hair highlighted yesterday and for the first time in three and a half months, you know, because my hair salon just opened. Uh, it feels good. Like it feels good to just kind of have a little bit of self-care and go up there and get my hair highlighted. But it didn't stop me from doing the videos for the last three months when right. eight, eight inches of root showing. Yeah. I did it anyway because it doesn't really matter. The hair and the makeup is more about yourself. It's more about how you feel than it is about what you're presenting to other people. People really want value. They don't care if your hair is purple. You know, they don't really care as long as you're providing value. And that's what I specialize in is mm -hmm. helping people to be positioned as experts. As long as you're putting goodwill content out there and you're yep. sharing and you're being of service, yes, your hair can be green and it doesn't really matter. You know, because you shared, I will share that I had a halo, literally a halo of two and a half inches of mm -hmm. white, yep. white. And last Friday, and you know, I toyed with the idea of going gray and you know, just letting it go. And yeah. last Friday, I went and got my hair done, and I came home, and the first words out of my husband's mouth was, "Oh my God, you look so much younger." I said, "That's <laughs> it, I'm done. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's great." Well, Even my hairdresser was like, "I'll give it to you. Two and a half inches. My hair grows that fast. Two and a half inches." Uh, of white and I was hey I must have taken stock in um <laughs> in a, what do you call it hair color uh the the spray on stuff right right you know it, it's amazing stuff <laughs> well you know what I think it's really about putting you want to who doesn't want to put their best foot forward yeah just put your best foot forward that's right it doesn't have to be put your best foot perfect it can yes be, exactly put your best foot forward and, and this perfectionism thing, and I'm sure you, Terry, run into this a lot in, in your line of business too, <laughs> perfectionism. I mean, it's really the death of entrepreneurship. It's the thing that holds people yes. back the most. Yes, you got to let that go. One quick tip that I can give people to, to how to get rid of that, you know, sense of like, oh, but you're making it too much about you. Don't you make know? it about you. Make it about the audience you're serving. It's just a mindset shift. If you're there to serve yeah. your audience, sure. Put your best foot forward. Get your hair highlighted if you want to, or That's don't. Okay. It's right. okay. Share the content and be of service to people and take the pressure off of yourself and make it about them, not you. You know, what you just said is one of the most powerful words that an entrepreneur can hear. When you go into entrepreneurship, and I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to say entrepreneurship, leadership in general, 
The moment you go into what I call the me, 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 it's not about you syndrome. It is the me, me, me syndrome. And that me, me, me syndrome, I've seen so many entrepreneurs fail because they don't recognize the opportunities in front of them to serve. And that energy comes through on camera. If, you're, if you have an energy of it's all about me, and that's the energy that you're thinking and feeling, guess what? The camera doesn't lie. The camera will pick it up and the empaths in the room, the people who are watching your videos, they're going to sense it. What are your thoughts on that? I think a lot of entrepreneurs are going into entrepreneurship maybe for the wrong reasons mm. from the get-go. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are following a path that they see that they think is set out for them because they, they're not doing it from a place of passion. Mm. They're, they're doing it for the, the, the fame, the money, or whatever that thing is that is really not fundamentally in their hearts. So you have to be following something you're passionate passionate for. You're not going to want, and I'll speak from a content perspective, you're not really going to be all that jazzed about creating content that you put out there and being a service to people if what it is that you are doing fundamentally is not a passion. Yes. You really do have to have a love for it. I love doing this kind of stuff. I love being interviewed. I love talking. I could talk about marketing for hours. In fact, I have had conversations with people where I go, okay, I'm just going to shut up now because I, I will go on and on because I love this topic. I love talking about business, marketing, entrepreneurship. I've developed a passion for it because I learned so much about it so many years ago. And then uh, now I will, I will talk your ear off. I love it. I love that. I will talk your ear off. That is a hoot. You'll have to stop me. So what about one of the things that I find with video entrepreneurship, the energy that we put out there, one of the things that I find with video is some folks don't really plan what they're going to say, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. Uh, I do like the element of what I call uh, flexible, uh, flexible boundaries where you are pretty much clear on how things roll, but these folks just, um, they're not really clear, nor do they send the right message of being congruent via video. Can you talk about that, please? Because that does really amplify when you're on video. Mm -hmm. Well, just, I mean, here's the thing. I was a broadcaster for so many years. I'm really skilled at being able to ad lib. I can just create videos in minutes. I really can. Mm -hmm. For most people though, that is not a skill set that they have. Exactly. So they need to have more strat. So it starts with always comes back to strategy. What is the strategy? In other words, what is the, I'd like to teach an outline, like a 3E video outline. So that is to engage, educate, and enroll. Have some type of formula that you can follow and system to create your videos to make it easier on yourself. It also is an advantage to the person watching the video because it's more structured and they can follow that pattern more easily. 
So I think as a content creator, having some type of formula, whether it's my 3E video outline or someone else's, whatever it appeals to you, is going to help you structure that in a better way. I think you do have to have a strategy for what it is. Why are you making this content in the first place? You know, and I mean, I, I can make videos very quickly, but I also overall am looking at it from a strategic standpoint. So one thing I've done is I've created a mind map for myself, nice. a visual representation of what I do week in and week out. My core platform is YouTube. So I make a, a video every Thursday on YouTube. And then from there, I have a strategy to distribute that to other platforms and then to fill in the gaps with some live streams on Instagram or Facebook or other and a podcast and different things to help flush out that overall strategy so that I can have omnipresence online. That's what I want. Uh, and I get comments from people who say, every time I turn on my phone, it seems like you're there. Yay, that's my goal. Yeah, <laughs> right? um, but I think, Terry, it always does come back to strategy. People often don't also have a point of view about what it is that they're, that they're talking about. You know, um, I have ideas and intellectual property. Uh, I have thought leadership. I have ideas and concepts that are in my mind and it comes from my point of view around video and what's working, what's not working, what people should and shouldn't do. Yes. Sometimes entrepreneurs haven't, they're not far enough into it yet to have developed that point of view they haven't spoken about their topic enough to have a point of view. And I think that's fundamentally one of the things that's missing for a lot of people. Really interesting. You know, I love your use of mind maps because the mind maps work with both sides of the brain. So you're using the logical side of your brain with your creative side. So that just really helps to set up a brilliant week. Uh, I would love to see those mind maps. <laughs> yeah, they're interesting. Yeah, I bet they are. I bet they are. Oh, you can get them. I mean, they're, you know, if you go to my YouTube channel, there's a free download. You just download it and you'll see it. I actually do a video where I walk through the mind map and show you my strategy every week. This is how I reach hundreds of thousands of people nearly single-handedly every week. And so you, and I'll walk you through the video and I'll explain what, why things are the way they are. And you'll find that on my YouTube channel. How cool is that? That is absolutely brilliant. So I'm curious. Yes. You're on YouTube. Mm -hmm. What is your evaluation? of folks who do video on YouTube, Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, or any other live stream format or platform, is there one that's better than the other? And what are the differences between them? And what are the similarities between them? Whew. That's a bit of a loaded question, but let me say this. Okay. What I recommend is that, especially for solopreneurs, especially for people who are wearing every hat or who have small teams. Maybe you have a VA or someone who's helping you and you have a little bit of help. You have to get efficient. You have to be efficient mm -hmm. because you're also running the business. Yeah. So you need to be creating content. And what I recommend is have is choosing a core platform. So for me, it's YouTube. Actually it used to be Facebook, but because my strategy changed now it's YouTube. You have to have a core platform that you're going to put all of your, you know, um, you're going to create a core piece of content for that platform once a week and then distribute it elsewhere. The thing with YouTube is that it is a platform that will really for 85%, maybe more of people, entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants, YouTube is a great core platform. And why is because you get discovered there. People are using Google and YouTube to find answers to questions. 
if you're a coach, a consultant, an author, speaker, chances are you have answers to questions. That's the premise of why you're a coach or consultant or expert or author. So if people are going onto Google and they're like, how to create a, how to do Facebook live. And I've created a video called how to create, how to do Facebook live. Right. Again, I'm, I'm simplifying it here, but there's a connection that's made because Google owns YouTube. So now there's a connection, your video, if done strategically and done properly with keyword research and such can rise to the first page of those Google results for free without advertising. So now you get found. It is a discover strategy, a discovery strategy, like people discover you and then they watch your content. And, then, and that's why I've been getting uh, over in some cases, 3000 new subscribers per month. Wow. On my YouTube channel is because I'm, I'm doing all of these different strategies now. So, so the difference is YouTube is a, you create a recorded video and that's what you upload to YouTube. You can also go live on YouTube. That's a different strategy. So the live component, like you mentioned, Facebook live, LinkedIn live, if you have that capability, um, Instagram live, I just did one before we did the recording of this podcast, you know, uh, live streaming is an important component as well because there's more interactivity. Got it. I believe that live stream especially is good for the nurturing of the existing audience. Nice. Whereas the YouTube piece is more of a, Hey, discover me people who've never heard of me before cold audience. Brilliant. Okay. So now you start to merge these things together. And again, coming back to strategy, that's a really good, that's a really good format. Not, we haven't even mentioned Facebook groups and there's a whole, you know, piece around right. that as well. But yeah, you want to have both. You want to have recorded videos and live streams. Nice. So one of the things that I know that entrepreneurs are looking at doing is they're getting on video They're well, zoom. And, and unfortunately with the shutdown, so many of us are on zoom, but one of the challenges that they have are lighting and setup, and, you know, it's crazy. What is your advice for the entrepreneur who is really just getting online because they have to, not because they want to. <laughs> well, can I describe what I'm doing here in front of me right now? With Absolutely. Okay. I have a MacBook Pro, five-year-old MacBook Pro laptop. I have it propped on my desk with an Adidas shoebox. <laughs> I love it. My camera, now my camera, mind you, is a nice one. This is a Logitech 4K Brio mm -hmm. webcam. I'm not using the webcam from my laptop. Got it. It's not that great. Uh, the, the one that comes on the laptop's not that great. So I'm using a 4K Logitech uh, Brio. Hard to come by right now because of COVID. So everybody's been buying them. So uh, right. hopefully in time we get more, you know, more of those available. And mm -hmm. I also have a desktop ring light situated right behind the camera Got and it. that is a portable a small little portable ring light i purchased that on amazon as well in fact i have an amazon storefront that shows all the tools and things that i use Absolutely. and recommend and some things are on my own wish list and you just go there and find it but that that's it um that's it i have a yeti microphone here but i'm actually i don't think that that audio is being picked up. I think the audio on my Logitech is what's being picked up right now, but this is also a great, 
uh, purchase. I've had this for years, just a Yeti microphone, USB, and you can plug that into your computer as well. So to in increase the audio quality, that's it. You know, um, we're doing, we're doing yeah, no, I mean, we're doing Zoom. Now, if I was doing a recorded video, you see this, the, for those who are watching the video portion, uh, there is a tripod over my shoulder with a little smartphone bracket on it. Yeah, and for, mm -hmm. yeah. And so for my recorded videos, I use my phone. I use my iPhone 10. Wow. Okay. There you, you know? go. So it doesn't have to be complicated. It really doesn't. I mean, you know, I happen to have this collapsible desk. I have an, my one HP computer. I have a laptop here and I have a ring also a ring light that's over here and attached to it. I don't know if you can see it or not. It's got a little handle yeah. for yeah. my phone. Okay. And, um, and then to my right is my Mac, <laughs> the Mac over here that I can type things with. And I have another light over on the left. That's it. I mean, it, it, it's, Oh, and I have my, I have a snowball. Okay. Yeah. So those are great too. You know, and I've had this for a long time though. I have been thinking of getting a Yeti. <laughs> you, know? you know what, you know what I think Terry, what happens I think with regard to equipment, you know, the gear, the, t these are excuses for people not to do the work that needs to be done. Ah, tell me more. Mm -hmm. It's easy to blame. Well, I don't have a Yeti microphone. I, I, I can't, I can't do the videos because I don't have a ring light. Oh, well, I guess I can't do the videos. What is speaking to more, it's, it's, these things are available, of course, you know, for very inexpensive, um, you know, for, for very low investment, you can have a little setup. You don't even have to have the, the special camera that I have. If you wanted to make the videos, you get like Tony Do Robbins, it. you get resourceful and you figure it out, right? Um, we don't need to have fancy equipment. Almost everyone has a smartphone. So this truly, if you wanted to do videos, you could do it only with this, even without a tripod, you could hold it. You don't have to have microphones. So these are excuses, I think, that people put in front of themselves to avoid the thing that they're scared of doing. Yes. And I'll share with you that I used to be, as, as much as I love doing this kind of stuff and being on interviews, I was one of those who just didn't want to do the Facebook Lives, who just didn't want to, it's one thing to do the podcast because I have somebody else on, but to do a Facebook Live or to do a YouTube where it's just me and only me and the spotlight is only on me. Let me tell you, it took a while to get past that, mm -hmm. that challenge. Cause it's like, okay, I like partying with other people. I like interacting with other people on camera. That makes me feel good. But when the spotlight is only on you, that can be a very vulnerable thing. And that's what it is. It's about being vulnerable that you're by yourself on camera and the whole world can see you. And at the core of all of that is one of the biggest fears that people have, which is public speaking. There you go. And video is a form of public speaking. Yes, it video is. Video is speaking really at its core especially the types of videos that I think we're, we're talking about here where you're, you're on camera, you know, direct to camera, coaches, consultants, experts, sharing expertise and insights and valuable, you know, um, wisdom. It is at its core public speaking. And that's really what, and then you add on top of that, the layer of technology, because it is unnatural to speak to an inanimate object. That doesn't, there's nothing natural about that. So we have to, it's just, but it's just a skill set. 
it's like anything else. I don't look at the lens. I'm not looking at the lens right now and thinking of it, oh, as a Logitech 4K Brio. <laughs> I'm looking at the lens and thinking that's Terry. Oh, yeah, that's Terry. I'm talking to Terry right now. It just happens to be through an inanimate object. Got it. So, you know, I think that's why people get so, it's very common, so common. Think about how many people have such wonderful messages to share, but won't because it is a fear of public speaking. It really yes, And you are absolutely right. It is a fear of public speaking. And the thing is so many entrepreneurial leaders, so many speakers, they have, we all have this amazing wisdom inside of us and we have a tribe that's waiting to hear that. And the question I often ask him of my own coaching clients is, who are you to play small? Mm -hmm. Who are you to play small? And to help you play big, I know that you have a beautiful service that you are going to be offering the Awaken the Possibilities audience. Can you speak with the, uh, to them about that? Sure. So we do a, a service called expert video exposure. And the premise of it is that I interview you, you answer my questions that are strategically chosen based on keyword research that we've previously done together to find what videos we're going to create. Mm -hmm. I ask questions, you answer them. And from your answers and from your, what's known in the industry as sound bites, um, and from the interview itself, we create your branded online videos. That are so it's wonderful because when you're asked a question you just answer it that's human nature we're all wired that way that if we're posed a question whether we answer that question in our minds or verbally we we have a tendency to want to answer the question we don't like open loops so when i ask a question you answer it you're answering it in the most authentic voice that you have conversationally and that's what works on social media so what we do then terry is we take that we brand it, we edit it, we put it all together and make you look great, sound great, and share your expertise and position you as the expert that you are. And then we follow that up with a whole publishing schedule based on the mind mapping that we've previously done. So that's how we get that omnipresence for you on social media week in and week out. And really it's a, it's a great service to allow people to finally get the videos done without having to be in the weeds of spending six months to a year trying to figure out how to do that themselves. That is absolutely brilliant. So can you share with everyone where they can find you and take advantage of your amazing services? I think the best thing to do is to go to work with Cheryl. Cheryl is spelled with an S. Workwithcheryl.com. And there's a short questionnaire. And with, through going through that questionnaire, we can get a sense of where you're at in your business, because everyone's doing a different thing. They're at a different stage of their business. Uh, we want to have a little bit of background to understand, you know, where we're, where we're going, you know, with this and then have a conversation to see if it's a fit. Uh, but that's really the best way is work with Cheryl.com and quick questionnaire. And then we'll be able to set up a call and talk about it and see if, if, see if it's a good fit. That's absolutely brilliant. Well, Cheryl, I really want to thank you for your amazing, amazing and wonderful information that you shared with the Awaken the Possibilities audience today. I really hope that all of you at least take a look at your YouTube videos and your website and take advantage of this because there's no time like the present to become omnipresent on social media. 
This is Terry Wildeman, and I would love for you to take a look at my website, intuitiveleadership.com, where you will find coaching packages, VIP packages, brand new courses that we're putting up on Intuitive Leadership University. So, you know, every week we bring you the best of the best. So today, please shift into your heart and just love whatever falls into your lap absolute joy to your success and we'll see you next time bye thank you thanks for joining us for this episode visit our website at awakenthepossibilities.com to subscribe to listen and rate our podcast on your favorite platform such as youtube itunes stitcher iHeartRadio, cashbox and more for events business, mindset, and leadership coaching services and courses, visit our website at intuitiveleadership.com. We look forward to sharing more insightful episodes and wish you much success in your business and life.